Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 68. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared, because it's all yours for the taking. I know that your dreams are big and bright, and God gave you this life to do crazy things. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, Principal from Skytook High School and host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast. Each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week I want to talk about choosing to run the race anyway. If you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out other podcast episodes and blog posts at my website at williamdparker.com. If you want to subscribe for free weekly updates, I'll send you a copy of my ebook, Eight Hats, Essential Rules for School Leaders, or you can check out my book, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Action, and Courage Needed for School Leaders at my website or at amazon.com. Also, just a quick heads up that I have a new book coming out called Messaging Matters, How to Inspire Teachers, Motivate Students, and Reach Your Communities. And you can check that out at solutiontree.com slash messaging. You know, one summer when my oldest daughter, Emily, was beginning to run track, she signed up to run her first 5K race with her younger sister, Maddie, during the 4th of July holiday. And when the day of the race came, my younger daughter couldn't make it to the race. And so I ended up driving Emily there to run the race alone. And when we arrived, I could tell that she was a little overwhelmed. This was her first 5k and it was an outdoor race in a downtown area with lots of crowds and music and loudspeakers. And she looked at me very nervously. And I said to her, how about I run it with you? And she said, can you do that? You're not even registered. And I said, well, we paid for your sister's registration and I have her race number, I'll use it. I already had my running shoes with me, so I put them on and grabbed my other daughter's running number and locked all of our important stuff in the trunk of my car. And I decided to keep my phone in one hand so that I could track my running, and I held the car key by itself that I'd taken off the ring in my other hand. And soon we were lined up with hundreds of other people waiting for the race to begin. And as the time went on, the momentum got more and more exciting as music was playing and the crowds were jostling. And suddenly the gun sounded and we were heading down city streets, keeping pace with one another. And it was a lot of fun. And I'm pretty sure that my daughter was running much slower to keep up with me. But the fun part was just being together, enjoying the thrill of doing something challenging, running with crowds, celebrating when we finally crossed that finish line taking big drinks of water together, picking up our free medals that we, well, the medals I'm sure we paid for with the running registration. And as we were cooling down, I suddenly realized as I was looking at my hands that I no longer had hold of my car key and I could not remember what happened. I must have stuck it in the pocket of my running shorts, I thought. So I I looked, but I couldn't find them. Instead, I felt a hole in my running shorts pocket and I thought, oh my gosh, they must have slipped through. So we began retracing our route and as we walked through the crowds and we stopped and looked at the lost and found counter, we retraced and retraced and no luck. 
I could not find my car key. At least I had my phone, I thought. So I decided to text my wife to see if she could possibly drive our other vehicle down with my spare key. And as I waited, and we were standing around and and the crowds were beginning to disperse, and pretty soon it was just my daughter and me waiting and waiting, the morning coolness that had begun our day was evaporating as the sun warmed and the buzz and the excitement of our morning was quickly fading. And soon I said, let's find a shady spot. And so we sat down on a curb by a downtown storefront and we leaned against a railing there and we just waited. Now, usually I'm a very talkative person, even in bad moments, but this was one of those times where we simply ran out of things to talk about. And I just remember sitting there in awkward silence, wondering why did I volunteer to run this race? Um, why am I sitting here in the warm sun when I could be in the air-conditioned car? Why did I not drink a cup of coffee before this race began? And the gloom just seemed like it would last forever. I forgot to mention that when I texted my wife, she texted me back and said, you're not going to believe this, but I have locked my keys in our van, which was her way to get to me. So while we were waiting for her, she was waiting for a roadside assistance to come to her help to unlock the car doors. So this entire morning was becoming a series of complications and frustrations, and the gloom just seemed to grow as the morning ebbed and as my daughter and I were no longer having fun. But finally, after two hours of waiting, my wife arrived. And this was one of those moments where she had come to my rescue after having to go through her own frustrations. And when she handed me the key, there was no teasing. There was no laughing. This was just one of those hand off the key, get the car open. And I just resigned myself to the reality that this was something we would laugh about at another time. I even suggested, hey, let's go to Starbucks. But my wife was just ready to go home. So my daughter, Emily, and I found the nearest coffee shop. And when we pulled in, We stepped out to go into the store. If you're still with me throughout the story, this is the part where if I wasn't already embarrassed, this is where it gets even more embarrassing. As we're walking into Starbucks, my daughter says to me, jokingly, you know, it'd be really funny if you found that key like in the hem of your shorts or somewhere that we never looked. And I said, yeah, right. And I reached down and felt the hem of my shorts just for fun. And suddenly I stopped in my tracks because I could feel something in the hem of my shorts. And I realized that the hole that was in my running shorts fed into the hem of my shorts. And sure enough, the key had worked its way down through the hole into the hem of my shorts and into the back of my leg. Where behind my shorts, in the very back of my shorts, was, sure enough, was the key itself. And so I worked it out as we stood there staring at each other in disbelief. And then we began to laugh and laugh. And my daughter said, no way. And she grabbed her phone and began to text her mom to tell her what happened. You know, before long, we were enjoying our favorite drinks and sitting in a shady place outside the shop. And and there's a reason I'm telling this story today. Because I know that as school leaders, sometimes we go through things in our personal life that can feed what we're thinking about our professional life. And as we were sitting there drinking our drinks under this shady spot outside this coffee shop, I remember watching a small flock of finches that were darting near a fountain. 
And as we sat there looking at our little medals that we had won for running this race and we chit-chatted about the, the morning, this flock of finches began jostling and flitting our direction and slowly they began landing one by one in a little semicircle around my daughter's chair like they were expecting for her to share her drink. And she took out her phone and she began to take photos of them. And I remember sitting there looking at her in her running clothes with this circle of finches around her. And I said, you know, you look like a little princess with the birds gathering all around you. And she laughed. And as she took a few more photos, she looked up at me and she said, you know what? That race was so fun. I think I'm addicted. When can we do it again? And I remember as I was drinking that coffee that right then I had this thought. Even with all the mishaps of that morning and all the frustrations and all the complications and my sweet wife who had to bring me keys that I could tell was frustrated at everything that had happened as well, it had all been worth it. Because at that moment, I realized that the rough paths that we travel are so much more worth it when we have someone we treasure traveling them with us. And as I think about that race and I think about that memory and I think about the fact that I've now made it to the end of another school year, the end of my race. And I'm not sure what season you're at. Maybe you're at the end of your race, or maybe you're getting ready to end a season, or maybe you're not, depending on when you're listening to this at the time of its recording. But for me, as I'm entering the the end of this school year race, I can think back to the whole year of the the rewards and the challenges that we faced this year, the the things that we that we tried that were successful, the things that we attempted that were not the tough personnel decisions that have had to be made or the the difficulties of, of hiring new people or losing folks that you value on your team. But when I think back to this entire year and the race that we've just finished, it's so much more enjoyable when I think about those who I've had the chance to travel it with. And so I just want to, as I'm wrapping up this week and as I'm thinking about today's podcast, I just want to say a quick tribute to some of my team members. And I know you've got people on your team as well. I have my school with 750 students, uh, 9 through 12 grades. I've got a fantastic team of teachers, counselors, admin, office staff, folks who are amazingly committed to kids. Um, When I think about my assistant principals, my admin team, and how together we, we trust one another and we make decisions that are sometimes difficult and sometimes we may disagree about things, but we always end up on the same page in terms of directions that we're going to go. Um, those are people that I value. When I think about my school superintendent who leads our district and he does it with an attitude of collaboration and when he makes decisions that are in the best interest of kids, um, it's great to be on a team with someone that you value. When I think about the teachers on my team who sacrifice and who give over and over again, I'm thankful for their hard work and being on their team. And I can think about students at my school who Um, I will miss who we just graduated. I can even think of one student in particular who would meet me every morning at the school door of my school. He is an autistic student and I'll I'll call him Stephen just for the sake of privacy. But Stephen had a fixation with anything military and often in the mornings he would greet me wearing an army helmet uh, that he had bought. And over the years he'd collected so much army memorabilia that sometimes he would be so dressed up that he would look more like a bodyguard than a student when I would meet him in the morning. I remember once when he had told me that his favorite car in the world was a DeLorean DMC-12, like the one in the movie Back to the Future. And a few weeks later, I was at a friend's party when I won a, as a door prize, a model set of the DeLorean from Back to the Future. And when I brought it to school one morning and gave it to Stephen, 
He looked at it with amazement, and then he sidled up next to me. He was taller than I was, and he leaned his head over like he was trying to give me a hug, although affection was hard for him to show. And he said, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. You know, sometimes school leadership can be overwhelming. Sometimes it can be a race of emotions. Sometimes you're putting out the fires of student conflicts, or you're trying to find solutions to difficult problems, or you're answering questions from concerned parents. And sometimes the tasks can leave you feeling overwhelmed. But when I think about those moments, like the ones we just had this last school year, and I think about the people on my team that I get to journey with, and I think about the students that I get to serve, then I can remember why I've chosen to be an educator. And I think you can too. So this week, I just wanted to simply tell you that story about that race with my daughter. I wanted to remind you of the people on my team whom I value. I wanted to remind you of the students whom we serve because these are the rhythms of life, whether they're work or school or family. Whatever journeys that you're enduring or enjoying, because we do both, when you choose to run your race, It's the ones that you travel with that make it so worth the running. So let me just encourage you to choose to run the race. I could have easily told my daughter that morning, I'll be waiting for you here at the finish line. But instead, I got in the race with her. And it was so worth it at the end of the day, even with all the complications and frustrations. And it's the same thing with school. Stay in the race and be in it. Don't just be an observer. Don't just be a supervisor or a manager, but jump in. Watch what's happening at your school and stay actively involved in the direction, in the journey that your students and your teachers are on with you. That's it for this week. I hope that those stories and words are encouraging to you. If this podcast is something that you want to share with others, please pass it along. And if you want to check out other podcasts that are thoughts and ideas for school leadership, check them out at my website at williamdparker.com. Just another quick shout out to the Texas Administration of Secondary Principals. I'll be joining them on June 14th as a special speaker in their first day launch of their summer academy, their summer conference. And would love to see you there if you're a Texas principal. Also, this week I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, joining my fellow principals from around the state of Oklahoma. So if you're listening to this at the time of its release, would love to connect with you at COSA, our summer conference. Until next time, I hope that you continue to serve your schools, whether you are jumping into vacation, wrapping up your year, or starting a new season. The work that you do is so amazingly important and hope that you remember that what you do matters. You are made for